איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב, איזה טוב, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. ‫תודה. יש, יש, ג'יירוט רדיו, ג'יירוט רדיו דוט קאם, ג'יירוט רדיו דאפ, to our dear listeners and our dear, dear friends, our supporters, that we are here, we are here right now. And uh, talking about this is, uh, again, Arba Minim, the four of a kind. I just want to say that, uh, first of all, uh, our condolences to Rabbi Yossi Mizrahi. He lost his father. Uh, and today was the, the funeral, unfortunately. Uh, we... Uh, Yeah, I don't have much more details about it. I just got from him uh, the text in the mo- early in the morning uh, about, and this is his name, that this show will be Le'inu Nishmato, David Mizrahi Ben Yosef Umasuda. Yachadim Klal Kol Tzadikei Israel, and we have like now, okay, We have uh, also Dilu Nishmat. This show will be Dilu Nishmat also. Rachel Polet Bat Olga and Oz Ben Gili. We have, one second, let me just see, and all Chachmei Israel, one second, I'm just trying to find, okay. And we have Dilu Nishmat Adom Milalov, Rabbi Moshe Ben David. And again, המקובל האלוקי רבי יצחק הכהן בן עדה. זיכרונם יעמוד עלינו תהי נשמתם צרורה בצרור החיים. And this is uh, something that we all, uh, you know, 
יחד עם כל אותם אנשים, that all people that bury, bury with כלל עם ישראל, that nobody say to them קדיש, or helping them, that we are including all this, at the end, שמתם צורה בצרכיים, and בעזרת השם, we'll see them soon, and ביאת המשיח, צדקנו. הרפואה השלמה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, to all the, all the people that חולים, all the people that uh, has, uh, you know, I would say any problem, issue, that uh, בעזרת השם will see הישועה uh, הגדולה, הרפואה השלמה, and all the problem just get solved. מזל טוב to all the people that celebrating, uh, you know, שמחות, wedding, uh, engagement, בר מצוות, בריתות, uh, ספיישל מזל טוב טוב משפחת זטוני, to David זטוני, as a new baby boy, the ברית מילה was great, great, the new שלמה, שלמה בן דוד, what a great name, that's מזל טוב to all of them, and basically to all of us, רק בשמחות, only בשמחות. yes, and I want to, as we say, we're talking about right now, about the segment of the Torah this week, And again, uh, I, I, I love the Torah. I love the Torah because all the time you're talking about what we can learn, what we're doing, you know. Yigerat Ramban here is standing in front of my eyes. And when, all the time when I read it, and this time I try this, and they tell to you, they, they tell us, when you get up from the book, כאשר תקום מן הספר, תחפש כאשר למדת אם יש בו דבר אשר תוכל לקיים. לקיימו. So, uh, the, the idea that when you get up from the book, from the Torah הקדושה, from all this, what we can, what we learned and what we can apply upon It's, it's so it's so amazing to see that you when you read and I know that every time I say when I talking about it I repeat myself so many times but it's it's worth to repeat it when when you read the Torah that was written a thousand or thousand years ago and we we we, we received it we received this Torah Kdosha, uh basically our uh, 3400 years ago but it matter that uh, what is written over there uh, it was written before Tatkado wrote you know this uh, 990 uh, 970 generation ago before the Torah before the universe even created God edit is in his uh, in his safe And it's a place that he's kept it for Am Israel. He wanted to choose a nation that can fulfill it and be one under the one that will be the guarding, the guard, the guy, the guard of the Torah Dosha. And he chose us, fortunately, uh, and we are, we are belong, we are the, belong to this nation right now. The question what we're doing with this is a different story. We're going to talk about it later. But right now, right now, this, uh, I want to say that we are just a, basically a part of, of this only unique royal family or nation that as we got the Torah Kedoshah. And every time the time, and, and, and Shabbat, every Shabbat you're getting, read the Torah Kedoshah and the segment that the Chachamim tiknu lanu, that basically uh, we have 53 sections every year, according to the weeks. And, and this This segment is it's amazing basically it's conclude the life of Jacob and the beginning of the really heavy uh, diaspora or galut of Am Israel and this is something that it's not only because it's a destiny destiny uh, it's only because what we act but um, But I, I, let's, let's talk about something that what I learned personally from this parasha and uh, the behavior, the behavior status. And even we know Jacob felt that he's going to die, to pass away, and he wanted to bless his children and the grandchildren. And he called, he called Joseph, he called Yosef, he said, bring, my, bring me my, the kids, bring me the kids. your kids, Ephraim and Menashe. 
מנשה נפיים. And Yosef brought them. The father, as, as somehow, don't see well, but he is enough to recognize him with his holiness, who is the greater than, than between these two boys. And he put his hand on top of the head and basically across the hand, the right on the left and the left on the right, and start blessing. Ephraim came in the shade, the younger, and then the, then the older. This is something that Yosef uh, couldn't stand anymore. You know, he said, you know, Abba, Father, you mistake me. Mistake, you have a mistake here. Menashe is the older, and not Ephraim. And he answered what answer he said, I know, don't think that I'm uh, this. Uh, I don't know, I don't know, but he will be greater than other. And Yosef wouldn't, was, wasn't happy about it. And he showed it. Yosef that was one of the victims of jealousy in the brotherhood, in the, in the, you know, And we know what the jealousy can create. Jealousy creates, uh, uh, you know, the world is, I would say that unfortunately the world is running on jealousy. You see now the politics here, the situation here, jealousy on the president, jealousy on the, the first lady, and what they kind, kind of think that they're doing only, only because jealousy. And jealousy creates hate. That the jealousy created that the brothers, then brothers basically decided to to sell the brother, to kill the brother, to kill one of at, at Yosef, and Yosef recognized it immediately. And now he's standing up, and he told to his father, "No, no, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. That's my my older is Menashe, and the younger is Ephraim." What, what is this here? And then later we see that this, I think, okay, this act basically diffuse the jealousy between Ephraim and Menashe. And Menashe had all the reason to be jealous because, you know, suddenly you see his younger brother getting a, the blessing that he will be greater than him. And if wasn't here yourself in the middle and as a father that's standing behind his son. Who knows? Who knows if Menashe would, would be a forgiver if I'm about it. It would be creating something else. And we, right now, and we learn that if I'm Menashe, we learn this, is that this is one of the blessings in the Torah, that it wasn't any jealousy. He accepted it as is and was happy with his brother and this is what is all about to be brotherhood. And Yosef, with his wisdom, with his talent, you know, he was 80 years the deputy of the king <coughs> in Egypt. It was something that everybody loved him. And this regime, when we spoke about so many times, in this regime, you, nobody, you know, you had to fight for yourself, yourself, you know. 80 years to stay on the same position with love, and caring, people love you, and caring, don't want to kill you, because in this regime, it's like a pips, you don't like, you know, the king don't like you, suddenly he found something in the, in the food, and he just chopped your head off, it doesn't matter, you don't smile to the king at the same time, you're just getting up, chopped out, you're going to jail, and he, with his talent, with his nature, with his uh, uh, things, he stayed eight years, and this is what the lesson that we, I, I'm, you know, and not only this, look what happened after his father passed away. His father passed away, the deputy of the king, you know, can do, could do whatever he wants. Not even just, you know, thinking that, you know, that he, he knew his position. He knew where he's standing. He sent messengers to the king. Please, my dear king, I need to bury my father in Israel. Give me permission. He, send, he didn't go by himself. He just sent the messengers to, you know, as, as a respect to the king. 
Do they know that the king, maybe king will be embarrassing in front of him or something? This is sent messenger. And this is something that we all, you know, we all have to learn. And, and we, we see our history in our, in our, in our life. That, again, I'm repeating it so many times. We never wanted to be leaders in other countries. We wanted, we just, we want to come back to Israel and working over there. Every time that we wanted to be leader in another country, it was backfire on us and create us anti-Semitic and all this craziness of jealousy and hate. And this is what uh, we see all along of our history. Yosef knew this. And we next, in, uh, in, uh, next week, uh, we see basically from next week to all the, the, the rest of the year, we'll see the character of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moses, the leader of the giant. Also, the same situation. He could take over Egypt easily without any, any problem. He could overrule Paro and become the new Paro over there. And he had all the chances and everybody loved him. Everybody knew fear for him. But no, it took basically a suicide mission to take three million people to a desert to bring them to Israel. And this, this is all about to be a Jewish person. I know that uh, we spoke about last week about this uh, you know, decree about the education, about this, and Baruch Hashem, I, I heard that uh, they, they, missed, they, they basically uh, it was a mistake. It's not seven hours, it's three and a half hours, uh, and everything has come by uh, Shalom. Baruch Hashem, Chazdei Hashem. I, wa- I want to talk about something that uh, right now very, very, uh, you know, bother me, and this is something that I'm, I'm I'm planning to to open, what you call to call to call it open letter, and basically open letter to people that are very close to me in in Israel. And the story is like this, you know, some lady passed away, and the the it's it's your side of of the lady, and what the siblings. Some of them just become Baalei Tshuva, and some of them exactly the opposite. So the Yotzad is uh, today, and uh, they just wrote in their WhatsApp, in their group, that let's meet in the, the mother graveyard, graveside. And uh, the non-religious uh, Sibling just said, uh, I cannot come, I'm not going there, I'll come whenever I can, but if I come, I don't want to see any religious delegation over there. And it's so upsetting, it's so sad to hear it from a, from a, a person that basically live in Israel, grow in Israel, to say so, and why? And this, I know, I know that the person is already after uh, past the sixty years old, and it's very tough to change position in the brain. I would say, uh, our sages said, after sixty years, it's almost you cannot impossible. It's almost impossible to change your point of view that you grew up on on your life all your life. But I call to these people, I call these people not because of them, because their children and their grandchildren that living over there in Israel. The, the only reason, the only reason right now, and I know I think about a general or even here in America, the only reason that you have, we still have a Jewish nation, it's only, only because so-called the fanatic people, the fanatic rabbis, they follow the Torah without any hesitance, without no question about the Torah. Follow the laws of the Torah according to what they get from the Chachamim, from our, our sages, from the, the oral Torah and the, the written Torah. This is the only things. 
Israel established and they didn't, you know, without, you know, doing nothing to do with so-called, uh, I would say, in, in, in a religious institute. In the, our declaration in Israel, it said the state, the Jewish state, the Jewish state, and what you make, what make you Jewish. And this is something that, you know, making Jews, yes, you're born as a Jew person. Very nice. But from here to be a Jewish is a long, long way. And I'm talking about it because I have been in this side. I have been, I grew up, I know this. I know that I grew up, there was an anti-religious uh, atmosphere that everybody ate the religious, that everybody said that the religious are stealers and they're parasites and all this, all the, the names that are whatever you want to call it. But please, take a moment. Look what creating the antisemic. Is it the religious people? Is it the, the, the people that observe the Torah? Or the opposite? Take a moment. Take a moment from all our history, from, from 4,000 years ago to up today. Yosef and his brothers and his father basically used to live in the first ghetto in the world. Goshen, Eretz Goshen. What, but this is, they create their own ghetto. Basically, they create their own mikveh, their own yeshiva, their own, their own school system. They just live and they live without, uh, I would say, connection to the Egyptian as a, beside, beside the business and, and administration. But that's it. Their family was kept aside and very, very solid surface. Before this was somebody, the, the Shechem ben Hamor, that he raped one of the, the sister of Dina's sister, the brother couldn't forgive it, and they basically chopped all the city. This is what the Jewish basically nation, they just stay very strong and community-oriented, follow the Torah. But what happened? When Yosef died, and all the generation, all his brother, all this generation was and suddenly the Israelite the Bnei the grandchildren and the grand grandchildren become like one of the Goyim become like the Egyptian basically get involved with this become construction become, become uh, lawyers all this come and it's, it's, it's very nice but they wanted to be like them they wanted like be like them immediately immediately got the decree that you not belong to us. You not belong here. And the reason, and we'll talk about next week, but the reason is very, very strange. The reason about it that, that maybe, maybe you will join us. Um, in, in, the, in the other, in the other uh, sections, you know, you see what happened in, um, after the, the Israel come to to the to state of Israel, basically to to Eretz Eretz Canaan, Eretz Israel, after they would they conquered with with uh, Yeshua, and every time that we the Jewish people left our Torah, we had some decree, and God is not for is 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 giving us a small slap a face slap this just to put us and the truck, the right truck, that he wants us to be the leaders of the universe. And this go further, you know, every time, you look in the history, I was in, in, the, in the Babylon, in it's in, in it's in, 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 when, when it become like the Greek, in Israel again, become like the Romans, and exactly, exactly, we, we got punished. You get punished, and 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 Spain, exactly the same. The Jewish become like it was like the golden era, you know, the golden time that we are where was so popular in Spain. We we did, you know, we was consulting the the kingdom. We consult. Everybody was so popular with their son, and suddenly, boom, the opposite turned back. You know, why? Why? 
In Germany, it was the same, exactly the same. Our rabbis warned all the people. And it's not helping. Now, we're facing the same issue. You know, you read, you read what our friends and the anti-Semites here are saying, and read exactly what they're saying. They don't care about the religious people. They don't mention them. You know what? You know what? Okay. They're talking about the liberals, talking about the people that create Hollywood, talking about people that, you know, abuse the system without any reason. And those are people that born a Jewish, but not follow the Jewish. People that basically taking the, the, the I, I would say the, the, advantage of to be a born Jew and turn it over. And what do you expect? That God will stand up and say, oh, my dear children, you are doing very great by marrying the same, same gender uh, under, under the chuppah with, with name, with, with Shemu Malchut, and say, Kedat Moshe Israel. Basically, it's, it's something that you, you cannot even just imagine what's what going over there in heaven about it. You take a Torah, basically, and change whatever you want. And my dear friends in Israel, you can call yourself, you can, you can, you can try to call yourself as a Jewish, but you're not. And you think that if you are coming to Temple here in America, whatever, Pittsburgh, or, or any place, you call yourself a Jewish, by being mechalel Shabbat, being being married the same gender, being the married to, to a, a non-Jewish person, you think that it's that you can do whatever you want. Again, I don't have anything wrong about you. Be about you acting. Whatever you do, can do whatever you want. You can do with with do whatever you want. But don't take the flag of a Jewish and weigh with this. Tell us, I am a regular person. I'm not belong to any religious. I do whatever I want. Yes. But in the minute you wave as a Jewish, God cannot forgive. In the minute you take the Torah, and you just use it for you, benefits only, it cannot. I'm telling you, it's, it's something that you just, you know, people tell me, oh, but we born in Israel. Okay, what the right that you have to have done? Is your grandchildren, grandfather, grandfather born in Israel? You don't have any any reason to be there if you are not a Jewish. It is very simple. It's very simple. And our our our, I would say, grandparents and our parents basically gave their life to be in Israel, to stay, to make the Israeli more greener, to stay the more advantage. More, more technical, technology, key, uh, advantage, you know. But we have to understand our root. I think I know that it's, uh, what I'm saying. It's, it's, I, it's like I'm talking to the wall. But maybe, maybe in this wall is a crack, and this is save one of your children or one of your grandchildren to being a simulate. You know, here in America, we have. Now, like 72 to 78 assimilation. And in a, this, what to have 18% or what you call 22% or something, this what uh, uh, leftover uh, of, of Jewish way, uh, marriages, thanks God, still most of them are not, not keeping the Shabbat. Most of them are not keeping the religious. So, okay, they're married between themselves. And the Jewish couple. What is this? What does it mean? What do you mean? Are, are you keeping Tarat Mishpacha? Are you keeping Shabbat? I could, you know, I, kasher, kosher food. Are you checking when you go outside your house and you're eating in a restaurant? What is all over there? What do you do? This is something that you have to think about it. We're not going to, I'm not going to, to preach to nobody. And there's no what is going to wait for you, what hell, and all this stuff. It's not, it's not my, I am not, I am not this person. I, and again, I repeat myself a million times. I don't care what you're doing. 
in your life. And the minute that you make a decision that you are Jews, you have to know what is mean. You cannot go married under Hupa, Kedat Moshe Israel, the same gender. It's impossible. If you take basically spit in the face of the master of the universe, they create the Torah. They give us to keep it. It didn't choose another nation. It chose your Jewish people to keep it. And then we have here, we are here, because I would say the two, five percent of the fanatic people that keep the Torah Dosha, keep to be a Jewish. Not because of the, not because of the other, you know, Erzel and all the reform and all these people that uh, thought that they're doing you a favor and bringing the, you doing for you, you know, keeping your temple. A temple is, you know, sometimes some, some remind you the name, the name of temple. Uh, what does it mean? What do you mean to be Jewish? Read the Torah, basically, black and white. I'm not talking about the, the, the Mepharshim. Or the, 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 no. If you are believe that you are belong to this nation, read the Torah. Read the Torah. That what is what is loud. Mechalel Shabbat Mot Yumat. Somebody that basically the, uh, don't keep Shabbat, it's the penalty. No, and you know, people can be killed, can, can kill and murder, and they don't have this penalty. Shabbat for Am Israel is basically the, 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 the existing of us. Without Shabbat, the Shabbat is, was a present from the Creator to us. Shabbat was kept in the most valuable uh, safe of the Creator. You know, imagine yourself. You keep in Fort Knox the gold. You keep in the banks in a special safe. It's all the, all the, you know, the important things that you have. Imagine what a Kadosh Baruch, who was the master of universe, keep in his safe. Kept the Shabbat. And he gave us to us. And what we're doing with this present, the valuable, unbelievable, valuable, you know, the, in, he has everything, you know, he has the diamond, gold, whatever you want. He, it was keeping kept in, in the safe of his bed gnazai and the, the most valuable place. And he gave us to us and what we're doing with this? Nothing. Imagine yourself, you give, to your fiancé, to your wife, a beautiful diamond ring, five carat, the purest diamond in the world, the colors, everything. And she will take it away and just throw it away. What do you, th- what do you would thinking about it? You would be angry. You would be just furious. No appreciation. And that's what exactly what happened here. And people telling me, oh, Nisim, what is this all about? What are you talking about? God love us. Yes, God love us. God is, but, you know, love, it's not enough. You cannot just say, you know, I can do whatever I want and uh, it will forgive me. That's not working. It's not working uh, at all. And this is our life. And this is something that I'm, I'm talking to my to myself and talking to all my friends and my my relatives in Israel about this. Think twice. What are we what are we doing in this world? Where are we going? And how are we going? I know the time is flying, and uh, just uh, I want to talk about something other issue right now, and basically as uh, teachers. We're talking about Yosef, how how was sensitive was was to to his children, and he didn't want that one of them will feel jealousy or insulted because his his father uh, did what he did. And this is a calling for all the teachers here, the rabbis, teachers, and and doesn't matter where you are, what you're teaching, 
ישיבה, בנות יעקב, regular school, public school. You have a duty to create you another human person that we have normally in the society. By insulting them, you create exactly the opposite. And I'm telling you because why I'm saying it, because I got, I got quite a few uh, comments last week about certain school, certain teacher, that basically insult her students. And I, 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 I don't understand this kind of system of education and the principal and other, other, other people involved don't react. So these students basically are full of anger, full of frustration, tears from here to there. And I'm not jealous in this teacher because, you know, you don't know what, what these tears can cause in your life. What kind of akpada can cause you? I know to be a teacher today is not simple. It's underpaid. It's a lot of uh, kids in a classroom. It's a lot of stress. You have, your, have, your, you have your, un, your own husband, you have your own wife, you have your own children, you have your own mortgage, you have your own rent, you have your own bills, electric, all the, the rest, you know, etc., etc., et all this. It's not simple. But when you're doing something that you insult other kids and create a tears on the other person, I'm sorry to tell you, it's boomerang. Last week I was po- I, I, I told the story that I heard it from Rabbi Yossi Mizrahi, and it's worth to hear it. It's worth to hear it because I know I know quite a few stories about this akpadot that people just their luck was just closed up because small act that they thought it's funny or said thought it's it's something you know and. They found the story is always a story and repeat the story from the last week. A person, 51 year old and 49 years old lady, get a, a, a give a birth to the first baby boy after so many years of marriages and they got a baby boy. In the Brit Yitzchak, you know, this is the, the Zohar, which said we call it Sephardic as a tradition that every night before the, the night before the Brit Milah, we invited friends and family to say the Zohar Kadosh to pro- basically it's, it's a part from the Zohar and it's protection for the baby boy that will be past the night because that we know that this night is very crucial. The devil is trying to avoid this Brit Mila. So the Zohar is kind of protection, uh, a shield around the baby for the, uh, the night. Some people stay all, way, all night working, you know, go to the mikveh. Okay, okay, this is the, the kind of tra- uh, tradition and for, for us. So the guy invited 300 people to this event. I was so happy, unbelievable, you know, after almost 30 years of marriages and numerous attempts to get married, nothing was working. So invite like 300 people to this kind of British hack as well. And the guy, uh, the guy, uh, you know, because suddenly he saw that you know, 500 people come. Huge amount of people, the food that he ordered, he ordered like for 300 people, disappear. And basically naked, uh, basically bare tables, nothing over there. So he stood up and I said, listen, I want to tell you a story. 
as I see that the physical food is right, right now, disappear, I want to give you a spiritual food now for this learning and lesson in our life. And the story is like this. I married more than 25 years with my wife, my dear wife. And in the beginning, uh, we see something wrong. We don't know. We don't have babies. We cannot give big children. First year, second year, third years, and then we start going to doctors, to medical centers, to all this kind of professors stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Try to do attempt, you know, the, the kind of uh, treatment. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Ten months ago, we decided to go to the United States to the number one center of fertility. We float over there, we make all the tests, and thanks God we are, re we are well to do in our life, we have money. And as the professor called us to consulting to talk about us, he said, Mr. and Mrs. so-and-so, I'm sorry to tell you, I don't see nothing wrong with you guys. Nothing. It's everything so show that you are basically capable, you you and your wife, able to bring children. So nothing we don't know. It's above our be um, belief that we have something. I'm sorry to tell you, that's my our result. We don't, we cannot help you anymore. So he keep continues telling the story, and he said, "Me and my wife basically took the airplane to Israel. We didn't change a word all this flight." We cried all the flight back to Israel. Ten and a half hours, eleven hours. Come to Israel. It was almost night. It was something like, uh, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. Open the apartment. And as I see the apartment, neat, clean. I have, I have a, a cleaning lady that always keeping the, the apartment clean. And as I look at this, I shout, the menaka, the cleaning lady. My wife looked at me like crazy. What do you mean? I said, this is the menaka, the cleaning lady. Immediately, I waited, you know, I waited for, for in the morning, I ran to my yeshiva that I, I as a bachor, I was learning over there. And the Rosh Hashiva was over there. Is one of the first over there, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning for the first seder. And I told him, Rosh Hashiva, Rosh Hashiva, please, where's the, where's the menaka? Where's the cleaning lady? Where's the cleaning lady? He's looking at me like crazy. What cleaning lady? You know, this lady that used to be cleaning the yeshiva. Oh, she's Shoshana. She's retired a long time ago. Please, please give her now. Give me, give me her address. Give me a phone number. Give me something. So I gave him the, the address. In the morning, first thing in the morning, he and me and my wife took the car service to Batyam, place the watch you live, knock on the door. An old lady opened the door, and she said, "She asked, what do you want?'" I said, "I don't know. You remember me?" Who are you? And I told her, listen, I was this boy, I was in this in this yeshiva, I used to clean over there, I used to be there. And she started running a, a memory and she suddenly recognized say, You? You was the ringleader against me. I was single mom. My husband was an, uh, basically an uh, addict, drug addict. I had four kids. And I used to clean the yeshiva to maintain my life and my children. And all the time, I used to bring my kids. Friday, I didn't have babysitter and, and the kids didn't have school. So I used to keep my kids there. And the kids was, you know, wild kids running left and right and making a noise. 
and you always complain. Take them. Take them away. To put them in a babysitter. What you're doing? You interfere with us. You just disturb our, our learning. And I told you, I have tsar gidul banim. I have sorrow from grazing kids. And I wish you that you wouldn't have any tsar gidul banim. Any sorrow for raising each kid. He took it as a blessing. And now everything was clear for them what happened. They asked her to give her forgiveness for them. And they repeat with her three times. Mokhul, mokhul, mokhul. And then, after 10 months, this baby boy born. This story is to all of us. We don't know where our luck is closed, which one, whose people is the basic nimakpid on us, whose people that uh, just, you know, look at us behind our and just doing our, you know, closing our life. Our life. We have to look very careful about it. It's not simple. Really not simple. It's not ego, it's nothing, because sometimes we're doing things that can be basically arm other people and we don't know what happened to us. And later we're thinking about it. I have so many stories about it. So many stories about Akpeda that people just did something wrong and basically somebody, someone, I don't want to say curse them, but create a gate between their life, their real life and the, the existing. So I hope that uh, this is message, this message is to, to all of our uh, friends and all our teachers, you know, that really they're doing a great job, great, great job. But be more sensitive. Be fair with your you know, children. Be fair with your students. And if you think that the student is a little bit dumb, stupid, you know, give him a smile. You can bring him up. You can lift a, a soul. Don't put him down. Try to help him because you have also children. Maybe you don't have children. And maybe because of this, you wouldn't have a children. Maybe you don't have a mar- you cannot marry. There's another story that I know the guy that basically insults someone, and he didn't marry. He didn't get married. After you know, he went to uh, I think it was uh, the Hazonish or Rabbi One of one of the this big Rabbanim said somebody is basically makpid on you. Somebody is stopping you, and he is a smart, he is a person, you know. He's already come to the 30 and 40. He cannot marry. Nobody wants... He's handsome. He's a smart man. and Nobody wants to get married with him. And they went to the rabbis and asked a question. What's happened? What's happened to you? I told him, listen, someone is on you. Think what you did to a certain person. And he thought, thought he went back all the way to his young, uh, when he was um, young, uh, young teenagers. And he remember that uh, a guy that used to, to give a newspaper in the morning, he asked him something and it, he make fun of him or, you know, I don't exactly what happened over there. And then it, that's what happened. So he ran after, he ran he ran to this person, asked him for forgiveness, and after a month, he was under the chupa. Think about it. Dear teacher, dear rabbi, dear educator, everything is from heaven, and everything is but our act is very important. Yosef knew it. You see what you said, and I, as, I, as I said before, he went to, to go bury his Father, he asked Paro permission. 
that's all our behalf. And that's what I learned. That it's not simple, you know, I'm telling you to apply it. As we said, the Ikeret the, Ramban the, said to apply it. I will, I will conclude now the show. And, you know, basically I said uh, thanks to all the, our listeners, thanks to all the viewers, thanks to all uh, you know, texters. I I know that uh, Rabbi Dr. Simcha Cohen is on the way to the studio and uh, we're going to be uh, afternoon with Simcha here. And I, I want to thank you. And again, I want to thank all the people's support. And you know, one very, very important message. It's a really something begging you and personal request. I know that this is the tax year is almost done. And people that knows people or people that has you know the extra money for a donation it's tax deductible j root need you j root really because we have a lot of expenses we have a lot of debt we are trying to put something good on on the community on the airwave on the on the electromagnetic waves all over the world when I see that the statistic and when you see which country listen to us, I'm amazed. I just, you know, really, uh, people from Saudi Arabia, from Afghanistan, from, you know, I, I name it, you know, that let me just say, you know what, I, I'm try, I'll try to put, to see where, where we have uh, listeners right now. And maybe these listeners, maybe these listeners, even though they're not from United States, uh, can can support us and give us uh, something that uh, I guess we are really really need need your help. Uh, it's so I just let me just see if I can it. I can I don't. Why is it? It's, it's, I, I'm telling you just. This is something that I'm so proud about it. That that we have it. Uh, why is it not going on? Okay, I'll try it. Okay, but uh, I'm telling you, this is something that's un- unbelievable. Uh, how to, to see what kind of listeners, what kind of people we have all along, all along here. And I, I want to thanks uh, to my my family, to my children, to my uh, all, everyone, you know, that basically helping us to stay alive. And again, it's a, a great opportunity to you guys to use to to give us donation because who knows who knows what will be in after hundred twenty years, and that, that we are one of the largest yeshiva in the world. What of the spread Torah and Judaism in the world? Give us your share, and we'll give you your share and heaven. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll continue our show in a minute. Again, where now I put Bochravin as Toda.